Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, the Sunday League Show, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Welcome to Silk Grassroots, the podcast network that brings you the Sunday League Show Extra. This is the Sunday League Show Extra, episode 21 or week week 21 in our predictions for the season. Uh, tonight, I'm joined by Mr. Bela, Omar and Amari. Gents, how you doing? Thank you. How are we doing? Good, mate. Good. It's nice to have Omar on the show. It's been a while. Uh, our Wednesday's rec- Wednesday recording has clashed with your um, with your commitments elsewhere, Omar. So it's nice to have you on tonight. Nice to have some explanations to your uh, to your rubbish predictions again. <laughs> really rubbish predictions, though. <laughs> but thank you, uh, Amari. We uh, we gave you uh, a shout out on the podcast on Monday due to your injury. Uh, you're not, you're none really the wiser about where you stand uh, with the with the injury at the moment, but. Um, it's not. It's not a, 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 a fantastic time for you at the moment uh, with your sporting career. So again, we wish yeah. you all the best. Thank you. I did that. I did hear it. Um, I'm surprised you got out that quickly because he was only talking about it. I think during the day. I thought you'd have recorded, but um, no. I think if I've done my ligaments again, then that's gonna. I'll be calling it a day. I promise. Promise the missus if I ever done it, then I'd stop playing. Um, so yeah, I just stick to refing if I have done it again. Could become a professional predictor, perhaps. Well, I'm not doing too bad. <laughs> not I'm too bad. Professional of everyone here. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm two points behind you now. I know. I don't know where you came from. You was, I saw you like double digits last week or the week before. Yeah, double digits. So let's have a look at the scores uh, from last week. Um, the winner last week was yours truly. I think that's the first one that I've won this season. So that's twenty weeks. It's taken me. Uh, to win a week with ten points, uh, that's me. I've, I'm overtake. I've overtaken Mr. Cavell um, a while ago. He should be back recording uh, in a not too distant future. Uh, but Bela, one big thing this week is you've gone back to the bottom of the of the league of <laughs> of, of gentlemen. Back where I belong. I feel comfortable there. If I'm honest, I prefer it. Less pressure. <laughs> uh, that's this- one on the, on the panel, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah, Andrew, I must say though, you played an absolute blinder with Balden Sports. The the Balden Sports and Bexley score. Uh, did yeah, I did yeah. Yeah. Bit, yeah, everyone else got that wrong, and you got the exact score correct. That's what happens, isn't it? <laughs> That's what happens when you watch you watch enough of it. You watch enough of it, you're bound to get some right. But yeah, the most successful game uh, amongst. Uh, us was the Sheen Park Rangers and Magpie recruitment with Omar and Cavell both getting three points each for the four-two win yeah. for Magpie recruitment. A good, a good uh, result that one. For Can us, I just but, yeah. say that that was a typo. Uh, that that was a typo, and I wasn't able to change it because I couldn't come on the podcast last week. <laughs> so I'm not happy about that. What were you going to put? I was going Magpie because they're in those. They've just been. I've backed Magpie every time, and they just bang yeah. goals in for like no one's business. Yeah. But I know that Andrew's not going. Wouldn't have let me change it anyway. Not now. Not now. I've, I've managed to claw myself. Uh, oh, hang on. Something's happened, dear. Wait, you've given. Yeah, I've just seen what's happened. You're well ahead. <sighs> yeah. You're well I didn't ahead. Even notice that. See, we've you can't say live... that. I always notice it now that I bring it up because I didn't even notice that myself. So we've just done a live check of these scores. Oh, I'm so... happy now. <laughs> <laughs> so the winner last week was me. Second place was Cavell with nine. I had 10. Uh, third place, Omar with eight. A good week for him, lifting him off of the basement of the uh, Predictors League. Stephen and Amari with seven each. Uh, and Cavell uh, and Bela back to familiar uh, uh, surroundings <laughs> of, of five points uh, and bottom of our 
leaderboard. But nothing wrong with that. Plenty of football left to play. Probably 15, 16 weeks of football left uh, to play. So no, uh, there's no, there's no stress in yet. March, April, May, February. Uh, we've got three, four, eight, twelve. Yeah, about about 14 weeks left. So plenty of points to be won. How many of us get relegated? One, just one or two? <laughs> and hopefully no one's getting relegated. <laughs> the numbers we started with to the numbers that we are now recording. The relegation done anyway. You stay up by default. Yeah, the relegation's done. Yeah, <laughs> the relegation's done. Uh, so uh, the the overall scores uh, for the podcast is Amari in first with 145 points out of probably... Yeah. A thousand, but let's All not right. let's not worry about the details. <laughs> uh, Amari with 145 points. Uh, I've got 146 points in second place. Uh, third place is Cavell with 130 points. Um, Stephen is fourth place with 117. Amar Omar next with 114, uh, and Bela uh, again uh, 113 points. Last but not least, plenty of, of games to predict let's have a look at this week's fixtures first up this week let's do them in order let's do the obd sfl first uh, and first up this week blendon against west wickham two of the better teams uh, in the prem division um facing off against each other west wickham hitting a real rich vein uh, of form uh, and blendon are blendon we know what a good side they are especially in, in the prem division not much league games played for them uh, but they're having uh, a good season nonetheless. Um, so much so uh, that Jamie and I are both backed against Blendon. Uh, West Wickham's form, especially over the last month, uh, has been epic. Um, and Jamie backing them 4-3, and I've backed West Wickham 2-1. I can see a tight affair. I just think the the games in the legs and the minutes and the form that West Wickham uh, have will get them over the line against Blendon, um, who haven't played much football. Uh, Cavell, however, our OBDSFL specialist on this podcast, has gone for a blend and win 3-2. Omar, you, you're looking at the form boys here, I think. Omar. Let's move on. Uh, Sorry, Omar, mate, I muted. You muted yourself, didn't you? Go oh, on, yeah. I've gone 3-2. Three, 3-2. Two. Three, two. I thought it'd be, I was going to go for a Desmond, but I, I thought it'd be tight, so I went 3-2. He's gone three two. Yeah, three two to West Wickham. The prediction. Stephen going for a two one blend and win. Uh, Bela, I think that as our predictions are all over the show here, you're going. You're you. You've put the draw in because you can't split the two. No, I couldn't split the two. Um, I kind of normally I'd go for Desmond, but I did look up the. Uh, I think they're both on three goals a game on average. So I thought I'd go with a three three. Fair play, uh, Amari. Something about blending you like. Yeah, I've gone I've gone for a two one, although West Wickham are a good team. Uh, a few of my friends playing them, I just think I think Blendon's style, West Wickham don't really like a physical sort of game. They're like more of a ball playing team. Mm. And Blendon can do both. So if they need to use the dark arts and whatnot, then they will. So I think they'll just edge it two one. Will be a very, very good game. Uh Amari going for two one. Yeah, we're we're basically split. Uh, I think it's virtually equal. Only three of, three of us going for West Wickham, two of us going for Blendon, uh, three of us going for Blendon, even, and one draw. So, yeah, we're we're a dead heat this week between the, the Monday podcast and tonight. Yeah, uh, can't split the two between the, the seven of us. Good luck to both teams. That is an excellent fixture. Uh, now down to Division 4 uh, and an interesting game. Two teams in the top three of Division 4, East Wickham Wanderers, uh, flawless so far this season. Only conceded their first goals after Christmas uh, in the season. Uh, East Wickham Wanderers against Phoenix Sports 4. Phoenix Sports 4, tasting defeat against FC uh, United of Bromley this weekend, just gone. Uh, not quite the same team as they have been um, in this pack uh, that they've been involved in for the last couple of seasons, but still uh, an, an ominous side. That said, Jamie has gone 5-0 for East Wickham Wanderers um, a devastating prediction uh, for Phoenix Sports 4. Uh, a bit mad for Jamie to go that that high, I think. But East Wickham Wanderers really are in a good place. They won 8-2 eight, eight, uh, this weekend, gone, uh, I think. Um, so, yeah, Jamie 5-0. I've gone 3-1 to East Wickham Wanderers. I can see a tight game. 
Phoenix Sports for just not the same team as they were last year, scoring over 90 goals uh, in their league campaign. Uh, East Wickham Wanderers tight at the back. They've been uh, watertight for most of the season. So this is such an intriguing one. Uh, Cavell going 4-1 East Wickham Wanderers. He's going big uh, as well. Uh, no bigger than you though, Bealey. You're saying two eight twos on in a row for East Wickham Wanderers. Yeah, well, they got it last time. And uh, I don't know, they just there just seems a massive gapping, like golfing class between the two teams at the minute. Um, and like you said, no Phoenix Sports have got kind of pedigree, but there just seems, if you look on paper and looking at numbers, it looks like a massive gap. And there was no more obvious result this week for me to go for on the 8-2. You expect um, uh, so, uh, social media backlash for that, for that prediction. Amari, uh, you're going big for uh, East Wickham Wanderers as well. Yeah, I think, like I said, when I ref them pre-season, that they're going to be a good team this season. I think they're playing below their level at the moment. I mean, I'm not I'm not looking for a stat here, but feel free to give it if you wish, but I'm just reading it. Yeah, sure. Um, just the, no, just the play date, they're unbeaten, play date 1-8, scored 41 and then conceded six in the league and Phoenix Sports four. And they've got three games in hand over Phoenix Sports four, who's the closest team to them. It's, it was a no-brainer for me. That's why I've gone 4-1. He's for Stato, Stato. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. We've been we've had many I want I want a meaningful one, not just throw it out there because you've had one. Ah, but yeah, it does look a bit of a gap between the two at the moment. Steve going Phoenix Sports four. I don't know if that was um a typo or what, but Steve going for Phoenix Sports. It doesn't seem very likely to me. Uh, And Omar, I think I don't think you I don't think you can see anything going Phoenix's way either. No, just echoing what everyone else said, they've been unbeaten, whereas Phoenix has lost three games. So I think it would be a bit tight because they are their closer challengers, but I still think they'd win 3-1. Good shot. 3-1, the prediction, Eastwick and Wanderers. Um, FC United of Bromley, their closest um, adversaries in the league. Once the games are caught up, uh, we've got hell of a title race on our hands between Eastwick and Wanderers and FC United of Bromley. I'd like to be... Uh, involved with those games uh, between those two as we said on the podcast on Monday that is going to be one hell of a fight uh, between those two good luck to all the teams uh, third up is Petswood Roadrunners against Green Street Green two teams duking it out for Division 5 honours this season Petswood Run- Roadrunners uh, have been there or thereabouts especially in 20 for, for the whole uh, entirety of uh, 2023 so far um, they've been around the top of the league. Green Street, Green started well, dropped off a little bit, but seem to be getting some kind of form back. We don't know what's happened with them, um, but they seem to be um, back to uh, getting near their full power. Uh, Jamie has gone 2-1 to Green Street, Green. I've spun that and went 2-1 to Petswood Roadrunners. I'm sticking with the Roadrunners to do the job. Cavell going with me with a 2-1 Petswood Roadrunners win. Um, Omar, you're going for the Roadrunners too. Oh yeah, I went, they they won the away picture two 0 I didn't think it would be the same, so I've made the two 0 gap. But I went for three one instead. Three one. I can only think Steve is rolling the dice. Uh, you've certainly not um, conferred you two this week. He's gone four one uh, to Green Street Green, uh, which I'm not seeing at all from this fixture. For nothing, none of the numbers tell me uh, Green Street Green are going to win. And Dan uh, and Bela and Amari, neither of you two think either. Amari, you're seeing it slightly tighter uh, than Bela, though. Yeah, I think it's going to be a three-two road runners. Although looking looking at the table, it's not really a game that Green Street Green can afford to lose because it's no. a, if they lose this, plus they they don't win their games in hand, they're going to be well off it. Um, but yeah, so I've gone three two, uh, Peckham, Peckham, Petswood, sorry, Petswood, Petswood. Roadrunners, very different part of the world. Bela, yeah. um, you can see Petswood doing the business, uh, but yeah, thinking, like most other people comfy. can. And on Steve, Steve, like for someone who prides himself on being Stato Steve, the last two predictions he's gone for are quite off kilter for him, isn't it? Very Bela, um, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I'll beat him this week. I promise you. <laughs> if I don't, I'll send him a case of beer. <laughs> um, but yeah, I went, I went for three one to um, Petswood. If I'm honest, I don't have anything in front of me, but it seems like I kind of went for what I should have gone for. Looking at everyone else's results, yeah, can't really complain with the 
with the home new ways and the or the draws, I, I think you're you're pretty much there so far. Like none of none of them are silly. Uh fourth game. Uh did I do did I say Cavell's gone two one for Roadrunners? Yeah, I think I did. Everyone's covered there. Uh fourth and last game in the OBD SFL. Uh, Long Lane sitting pretty at the top of Division One. Uh, they take on Manor Wood in the Jack Standen Cup. I believe this is a Jack Standen Cup game. It could be President's Cup, though, so forgive me uh, if I am wrong. Um, Manor Wood Cup Specialist, Penalty Cup Specialist this year. They've got through uh, at least a couple of um, cup rounds on pens because I ref them both uh, in different cups in the, in the Jack Standen and... Uh, President's Charity Cup, they've got through on pens. They may need to take Long Lane the distance. We know they're in great form. Jamie back in Long Lane to win 4 2. I'm backing them to win 3 1. Uh, Cavell backing his mates, some of his mates to win 4 1. It's a whitewash, I think, this week for Long Lane. Omar, uh, you're agreeing with Cavell. Yeah, I've gone 4 1 purely because Long Lane are unbeaten. I can't see him being stopped. It's going to take a monumental effort from the lower place team, the lower division team. Man of Wood are going to need to draw on all of their experience to get any change from Long Lane this week. Stephen back in Long Lane, three one. Bela, are you going to make it a whitewash? Yeah, what I'll say is if Man of Wood listen to this, put this on play Sunday morning at ten o'clock in the changing rooms, uh, and go and pull one out the bag. But yeah, I'm going with a four one to Long Lane. This is an old-fashioned free swinger, as we always say on the podcast, when it's a fancy team like Long Lane taking on a lower-placed uh, mm-hmm. opposition. Mid-table, probably Division 2, is what Manor would are looking like this season. Um, it's a free swing, so they've got nothing to lose into this one. They can just go and play their football. Uh, Amari, you're seeing a comfortable Long Lane victory as well. Yeah, there's seven, seven out of seven in the league, um, league above as well, so I think the difference can be too much for them. Um, so I think 4-2, Long Lane. Fair play. A clean sweep for Long Lane. That doesn't happen too often, uh, usually with the likes of St. Andrews or Sporting Continental Do we in from the Southern Sunday. Do we generally get um, a clean sweep? Yeah. yeah, Long Lane. Bit of pressure on them. They go into that game. Absolute favourites. Three of us uh, have backed them to win 4-1. Uh, so that's the that's the expectations. Into Westford. <laughs> Uh, and these were all cup quarterfinals in various different cups, but all of these cup quarterfinal fixtures were getting to the business end uh, of of the many uh, Westford Cup competitions, uh, and the league would be pleased to be churning through these these fixtures after a a bad spell of weather. It looked like we we could be uh, in danger, but I know the the league is is focusing on cups to get them to uh, into position, which is good. Our first game is an all Division Four. Um, fight and that's Dancing Albion taking on uh, AFC Bexley. Uh, Omar, I'll let you take us away on this one because this is an outlandish uh, prediction that you've done. No, yeah, this is a, a bitter prediction. They took one of my better players this week, um, AFC Bexley. So I was hoping that if they lose 8 2, I can text my old player and say, oh, I'd hate to be Bexley this week. <laughs> But, um, <laughs> so, so, so I'm hoping, yeah, because I, I like teams to let us know if they're taking players mid-season, but all I got was a transfer, so it was a bit of prediction, so I'm hoping it's an 8-2. 8-2, the prediction due to... Uh, I, I don't see it happening, but we can dream. <laughs> uh, Gibbs going for a 3-2, Danson Albion win, uh, and I went 2-1, Danson Albion, just that uh, loss to... Uh, South Ballers on the weekend for uh, AFC Bexley. Uh, just maybe pointing to the fact that uh, something's not quite right there. Uh, and Dance and Albion have been pretty fantastic in their in their league games this year. I know this is a cup game, uh, but Dance and Albion proving to be uh, a top side in that division. Cavell going for a 3-1 Dance and Albion win. Uh, Steve expecting this to go all the way to Penns in the West for Cup con- competition. Uh, with a Desmond in tribute to the man himself. Uh, Amari, uh, you're seeing Danson Albion as well. Yeah, I think it's going to be a 2-1 Danson Albion. Um, not much to say there. I think that this is more of a guess than anything else. No, they're all guesses, mate. We're all guessing. Well, yeah, but I mean like a guess in the dark. I don't think I've even looked at the table properly. Okay. 
Danton, I mean, this is a tight. This is a tight game. Bela, you you can see uh, a Danton Albion win as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely not a guess. I'll do my homework. Don't worry, I'm professional. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, honestly, Danson just like it's more on Danson than Bexley. Danson just looked very good on in their league form. So I just went for, had to go for Danson. Four two, four two, four two. The prediction for Danson Albion. Yeah, Bexley having a great season uh, in their first year in Westfa. Uh, Danson Albion having a bit of a renaissance, really uh, rolling back the years and looking like. Uh, they're going to have um, a silver-coloured, um, a silver-coloured season, a silverware-laden uh, season. Hopefully for them, because they've had a good year. Yeah, um, is that then, a thing? A silver-coloured season? No, it's not. It Did you just something. make that up? They didn't know what to say. They didn't know what to say. <laughs> gold, but the, when you think the trophies are gold, but is it a golden see? Is it a golden season if you, if your trophies are silver? I definitely wouldn't have said a silver-coloured season, no. They won't want to come second. No, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's what I meant, the colour of the trophy. But that's uh, we can clip that bit out anyway. I'm going to start <laughs> using that. <laughs> and just sound shit like I did, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> right, second game, Greenwich Battle Cruisers taking on Rose and Crown. Two teams going into this game uh, into um, reasonable form. Uh, the Battle Cruisers in the best division in West for the Silk Grassroots Podcast Network Division 6. Uh, Rose and Crown uh, in the division above, but looking uh, every bit uh, the title contenders. Someone's texts are going off. There's nothing wrong with that. Someone's popular. Uh, Gibbs going for a Battle Cruisers win. He's backing his mates, Josh and the Battle Cruiser boys. 3-2. Um, I think the higher placed opposition. This is two teams coming into form. Uh, in that are in form, should I say, playing each other in the cup? I just think the higher placed team it just goes slightly as a favourite four three for Damo and the lads at Rosen Crown is my prediction. Um, Steve going with Rosen Crown as well four two. Uh, Omar uh, as a as a Westfer, uh contributor, you fancy Damo after seeing him quite recently? No, well, both of these two teams that I like. I also like to see them not do well. I did put on Twitter the other week, is there any way that I could predict them both to lose? But as um, <laughs> as Rosen Crown give us a hiding last week, they look like they're on form to win the league. I could only see it going one way, so, but I don't want to give them too wide of predictions. I've just gone for a simple 2-1. 2-1 is playing it safe. That's what I often do. Nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Cavell back in Rosen Crown 3-2. Um Amari, you're going for a slightly wider Rosen Crown win. Yeah, I think I could be completely wrong, but the Greenwich Battle Cruisers, I thought that was the team that weren't doing so well in the lower leagues. So I've gone for a Rosen Crown win 3 1. That's AFC Sport in Greenwich, see? Too many Greenwiches. Oh, well, it's done now, isn't it? So you're not yeah, wrong. You're not I've backed <laughs> I've backed Rosen Crown. This could be um this could be three one Rosen Crown. It could be anything, two teams. As I say, in good form, it, it really, really levels it out. Um, Bela, or it could for... be Greenwich Battle Cruisers two one, couldn't it? It could, it could be, it could. it could be. Yeah, this was me rolling the dice a little bit, but without too much of a gamble. I thought people might be going Rose and Crown, so I went Greenwich Battle Cruisers. But it could. It's not a silly one to go for it. Absolutely not. What it will be is a very good game. Uh, two teams who will. Uh, battle it out on the field and then have a drink after uh, two decent uh, Westford teams and even better that they're they're good blokes on on and off the pitch so that will be uh, a fantastic game good luck to both teams the third game uh, is an all-prem division clash between Metrogas and Borden Sports A in mentality two teams very similar uh, in age uh, with all due respect to the Borden Sports A boys uh, two teams at either end of their uh, Sunday league Sunday league careers collectively uh, the Metrograss boys new pretty new to Westford this is their second season they're in the Prem uh, and Borden Sports a a club with, with in Borden Sports and this particular bunch of players that have been there and done it uh, in leagues and county cups and and all sorts um, so this really is um, a spectacular tie uh, in the cup. Good luck to both teams. Gibbs back in Borden Sports A to win 2-1. Uh, we're not we're not quite seeing the same Metrogas this season. Uh, so that was enough for him to back Borden 4-3. Uh, I'm back in Borden 2-1. Uh, 
Uh, there's going to be plenty of fight in this. This is going to be a tempestuous game. I think it's fair to say, Omar. No, yeah, I think so. Um, could either go either any way would been could easily be a win either side. So that's yep. why I played it safe and went two one. You've gone two one. I just one last week as well, and I thought with the younger legs, I thought they might just nick it. Yeah, this is the type of game that Borden Sports would fancy, though. So this is going to be uh, really intriguing to see the result of this. Steve, back in a 3-2 Metrogas win as well, uh, as did Cavell with a 2-1 Metrogas win. Only me and Gibbs fancying Borden so far. Uh, Bela, you've, predict one, you've predicted one of the most unlikely scorelines <clears throat> for this game. Yeah, I don't know. You say that, but their teams have kind of known quality. And I definitely think you're more likely to get a nil-nil with teams that have quality throughout rather than kind of teams that are in the lower divisions because um, they're more likely to kind of be understanding of positional sense, of being tight at the back and listening to what their manager's actually saying and stuff. But I've gone for my nil-nil. It's going to be a tight game. Um, they're both teams that are quite decent, so nil-nil. If it's nil-nil, I'll send you a case of beer. <laughs> You're up. Amari, <laughs> uh, you're seeing a slim uh, Metrogas win. And my my reason is amazing, right? Because I didn't know who to back. But on the weekend, I ref board and sports ladies and they lost by one goal. So going off the same thing that board and sports are going to lose by one goal, I back Metrogas one year. Fair play. Absolute fair play. I mean, it, not, there's no silly predictions there apart from Beeler's one. There's as much logic in that as there is to any of our predictions ever. <laughs> 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 Makes more sense than predicting one nil because of the ladies one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. I never said it made sense. <laughs> uh, game four in Westford this week is Abbey Mead um, against Peckham Rye. Uh, this is uh, Abbey Mead in Division One. Omar, are they prem? Are they um, senior? Uh, division One. Division. This is Division One against Division Two. Um, teams who I think are top teams in each of their divisions as well. Uh, Abbey Mead. Had a mixed bag of a season, not exactly setting the world alight. They had a good week, had a good win um, recently, though. Good enough to make them on our on Gibbs's poll uh, for the results of the week. Uh, Peckham Ryan knocked out of the County Cup this week with a lacklustre uh, performance. If if uh, Gibbs's report uh, was anything to go by, he was disappointed uh, with the performance. Um, so they've got a lot to prove in the cup. I know Gibbs would love uh, a cup final. Uh, and Abbey Mead stand in his way this week. He's backed his boys to win two, uh, to win one nil against Abbey Mead. That is Gibbs just erring on the on the side of caution. I know he's expecting um, a big performance from the boys after getting uh, knocked out down at Park Regis in the Kent Cup on Sunday. Um, I've backed him to win two one. Blind blind loyalty, perhaps. Um, but they're not in fantastic form going into this Peckham Wire and Abbey Mead on their day. We know what a good side. They are. Cavell's back to two all. He's seeing penalties in this one. Uh, Steve is back in stable mates. Beckham Ryan 4 1. That's brave. That's a brave prediction. He's backing the boys blindly. Um, Omar, you're seeing a Peckham Ryan win, uh, but a tight one. Similar to the game, the Metro Guests bowed, and this could, again, could go either way. And Abby Mead are one of them teams that could easily pull it out of the bag. But um, being a fan of Peck and Rye, I've just gone 3-2 just for them to nick it. It's a good game, this one, isn't it? They are a very good game. Really good game. Uh, Bela, you're going for Peck and Rye. Yeah, I could have gone the other way, 3-2. Uh, Peck and Rye, wouldn't we? I could have gone 3-2, Abby Mead. It's a proper tight game. And I think the predictions obviously show that as well. Lots of kind of very tight scores. And then you've got Amari and Stephen who kind of got opposite ends of each other as well. Yeah, good good segue. Thank you. Amari, your your prediction. You're the only one here that's backed um Abbey Mead in who are the higher placed team. Yeah, you look start to make me think I made the mistake, but I'm no, gonna stick with it. Not. Hopefully this is where I where I pick up my extra points. Um but I've gone Abbey Mead four two just because they seem to be doing all right and scoring quite a few goals. Um is this Gibbs' Peckham right? Yeah, yeah. So the this gives that Continues going on about being underdogs, right? I mean, they are probably underdogs going into this one, to be fair. 
See, that, that nearly threw me because I thought he was taking the piss. So I was going to back them. But I thought I'm going to go for the team that's higher. Uh, oh, he so does take the piss. He does take the piss <laughs> saying that they're underdogs. But in this particular game, uh, given Abby Mead, yeah, they're, they're the higher placed team. Um, he's, he is the underdog going into this one. No, oh, fair enough. Um, but I've still gone with Abby Mead to win 4-2. 4-2, Abby Mead. The only player in the predictions to go for the 4-2. But yeah, as I say, as, as Omar said, any result either way um, or a draw isn't silly, really. This is this is as tight as it can be. Tight, a tough game to predict. Uh, probably the toughest one, um, along with the Metrogas game, uh, as, our, as the two tough games uh, to call. The other two, perhaps, um, given form, were a little bit easier anyway. Good luck to all of the eight teams in Westford. Let's move on to the Southern Sunday games. Uh, games we haven't got to uh, to hear uh, because Graham Rudd were away this week. Uh, so we did a real bad job. Or I did a real bad job of getting some Southern Sunday results recorded uh, and some match reports and some information that, that gets DM'd in uh, before recording. So this will be the first time some of the teams have heard uh, that they've made our Games of the Week um, predictions show. So maybe, Bela, we can try and do a little bit of a of a bit of analysis on each of the games. We can try our best anyway. Yeah, we can try our best. Yeah. I thought you did <laughs> I thought you did a very good job, Andrew. I thought you did the best well, you could do. I felt I felt I needed to do something. Uh, and without Graham there, it, it, it's it's hard oh, work. It's and, lonely work, isn't it? It must well, be lonely. Believe it or not, that's how the, when the podcast first started, that's how I did the the results. I, I wrote them all out and I tried to make silly like puns and things as I was reading that. Uh, that must be so hard to not have it someone was, to kind of bounce yeah, off of. It was, it was. So, Especially now, in a 12th division, 12th division league. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, that's why uh, initially when Gibbs and uh, Jamie Nimmo came along, it was a real relief to have that. That I don't think the podcast would still be going if it was just me on my own uh, like it was. So yeah, this is why I'm so grateful to all of the contributors and yourselves for helping me make a show out of it because when I was on my own, yeah, it was it was rubbish. So as you can hear this on this week's uh, Southern Sunday section, <laughs> Graham back on Monday. So for Monday's next podcast. So we look forward to going for all of these results. So Bela, AFC South London lost this weekend against Kudos uh, and they are playing London Hibs. Um, a few weeks ago, you'd put your ass on South London winning this one. But after that, uh, Fragile lost to nine man. Kudos. Uh, that gives Hibernian London Hibs a little bit more of a chance. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I can't, To be fair, I've, the way I'm looking at it, I've gone for London Hibs <clears throat> to win. And the turnaround they've had is quite similar to kind of, I know they're not as smashing it as kind of Magpie, but the turnaround has been so like, different and like instant that um for me something must have changed and they've picked up a couple of good players or something has changed i think london hibs are actually uh stronger than their table suggests so i went for a london hibs three to win three two big prediction from Bela, uh the man in the know potentially for these seven sunday fixtures i've gone three one south london i think they'll need to and want to bounce back from defeat this weekend uh, back to winning ways as soon as they possibly can. Cavell going 3-1 as well, uh, as I did. So no one's had any chance of listening to my predictions this weekend, uh, this week, should I say, for the Southern Sunday, because I didn't record any. So this is interesting to see how people have gone. Steve going for a 4-3 London Hibs win. Hibs getting backed on this one. That's what you like to see. Um, Omar, though, you're seeing a tight AFC South London win. Yeah, I see a tight game. London score lots of goals, but Hibs, on average, have played eight and conceded nine. So I can only, so that's one goal. So that's why I've gone for a one 0 loss. Oh, that's was that a Stato boys? Yeah, go on. Stato, Stato. Well, I don't know. I thank you, uh, Amari. Last but not least, uh, you're seeing a bit more of a, comf a comfortable South London win. Yeah, I think much like. You guys as well, that there's going to be a, a two-goal gap. I think it's going to be AFC South London to take it 4-2. Fair play. I think there will be a reaction to that loss uh, on Sunday. South London been the, probably the best team in Division 1 or League 1, sorry, uh, over the course of the season. Obviously, they're competing with the likes of Celeste, the mighty Celeste, 
uh, in that division. And they've not looked out of place this year at all, South London. So they'd have been hurt by that loss to Kudos, who on their day are a good side. So it's interesting. Did they actually to... start the game with nine men? I think they got, I got I got a DM from Kudos saying that they played the men with they played the game with nine men. Uh, it was something they wasn't they weren't proud of. So whether that was that they were short or they weren't proud of getting two red cards, there wasn't that ed, there wasn't that added detail. Um, okay, so they could have scored the goals and then got two sent yeah, off. Who, so yeah, they we started don't, we, with nine men. Yeah, potentially, but or if they put if they started the game with nine and have won the game, that's an absolutely yeah. outstanding result. Yeah, then I'm going to change my prediction, but. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not uh, not not now I found you an extra eight points from somewhere as well from, from miscalculating your totals on last week's stuff um, Brixter's, Brixter's staying against Broomwood Youth um, is this is a cup game Broomwood Youth are in the 10th division yeah 10th division and Brixter's staying at Div 9 yeah Div 9 having just beaten uh, Bruce Battersea a couple of weeks ago Brixter's staying 6-0 Top of the table at the time, Bruce Battersea, Broomwood Youth, uh, welcomed addition to the strongest division in uh, the Southern Sunday, the Silk Grassroots League 10. Um, they've taken it by storm at the moment, Broomwood, Bela, um, but Brixestain, they're in some form as well. Is this a step too far for the for the League 10 side? Potentially, like Broomwood, I love them. Like Youth Club, absolutely. I'd, I'd kind of back them to win. I'll, my heart says Broomwood. But my head would say Brixestain. Um the, the one result that stands out to me a lot, actually, and I know it was a loss, but Brixestain only lost 1-0 to Swag, yeah. who like are a very, very, very good team um, yeah. in the Prem. And I kind of think if you're holding your own at a reasonable kind of level, 1-0 to Swag is... I'd take that at Clapham. Like, I'd take a 1-0 loss to Swag, absolutely. Mm. Um, and I think if you're holding your own there and you're smashing your own division, I kind of had to side with Brixestain here with probably... The adage of having a bit more experience as well. So three one brick sustain. Three one brick sustain. The prediction. The prediction from our sub, uh, SSFL man. I've gone two one to brick sustain. I think it's going to be tight. But that six nil to me against Bruce Battersea only a couple of weeks ago is stand out. Um, they are a real team in form, and they won't want uh, to get knocked out of this particular cup competition. Cavell going for a Desmond. He thinks it's going to pens. Uh, Steve going for a four two. Broomwood Youth win. He's seen a cup set in the Southern Sunday. We've seen him. We see him every cup round. Uh, that's not a stupid prediction. Broomwood scoring lots and lots of goals. Um, Amari, you're going with the higher place team, though. Yeah, matching your one. I'm going to go 2-1 with, I just say, Brick Sustain. Brick Sustain, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go 2-1 with them, I think, just because they're higher placed. Um, I do think it'll be close, though, looking at both teams' form and goals scored and conceded. Um, but I think they'll just nick it 2-1. Omar, you can't split the two. No, on paper, um, both flying, a division apart, both flying. I think this is probably the game out of all the predictions. But um, saying that, I thought I would probably end up being a nil-nil. So I couldn't go for nil-nil because that's too rare in Sunday league. So I've gone for Desmond. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, Brick Sustain. Bela, do you, know, do you know anything about the name? Is that somewhere, in, is that a school in Brixton? <laughs> No, I have absolutely no idea, to be fair. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but Omar, talking about the uh, the nil-nil, there was a nil-nil in one of our predicted games last week, wasn't there? Uh, Do you remember who that was? was. Uh, Hatch and Woosh went to Pens, didn't it? Nil-nil, oh, yeah. Fuming. Absolutely fuming about that. Yeah, that was good. That was, well, that was good for oh, Woosh. More fuming if you got the five points, even though you didn't predict the nil-nil. <laughs> yeah. Right. Next up is a all-prem division tie. Uh, Sporting Continental losing out uh, this weekend, just gone. Uh, they lost to Mundial B in the Cup. The famous Mundial B really making waves this season. They look like an unbelievable side. Uh, they uh, Sporting Continental are playing Southwest Rangers. Bela, this is um, psychological warfare between these two teams. Southwest Rangers getting the win. Uh, we'll make them. We'll put them in the driving seat uh, for the Prem Division uh, th that they have won before. Sporting Continental need to need a response to losing to a team eight or nine divisions below them uh, this weekend. Just gone. Uh, I think uh, Omar said that the game before was the best game of the week. I'm, I'm struggling to see a game better than this one in the Southern Sunday this weekend. 
Yeah, this is an absolutely mad game. <clears throat> um, Southwest Rangers are the informed team, and uh, I mean they've won. They haven't lost for what's it? One, two, three, four, five. Oh, you can't uh, get a stato now. You've shown your cards. <laughs> it's been a while, but um, <laughs> the last one they lost. Well, the last one they was drew was like six games back. And Sporting Continental, this is one I'm not looking at. To be fair, they've um, lost two of their last four. It's not a stato, to be fair. But um, they've lost two of their last four, which I would never, ever normally back against uh, Sporting Continental. You said that earlier in the show. They're one of them teams you kind of can't back against. Yeah. And I've gone for a two-all. I think they might cancel each other out. Um, normally, I'd back Sporting Continental, but with Southwest Rangers' form and Sporting having a little blip, there's there's the, the potential there for a, 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 a two-all. I couldn't call it two-all. Is this, this is a league game, is it? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think that if it's a draw, then that might just be in Sporting Continental's favour. They probably wouldn't be too upset with a draw. I think Southwest Rangers have still got a game in hand as well, haven't they? Uh, yeah, I've got it up here actually. They have got two games in hand, and they are five points behind Sporting yeah. Continental. So a draw is not too sad for Sporting Continental no. uh, in this one um, at all. I've gone for a two-one Southwest Rangers win. Now, I never back against Sporting Continental. I think a lot of of Hugo uh, and the boys down at Sporting Continental, Zach Zach Powell, play who has played for Sporting Continental. I don't know if he still does, uh, but a couple of friends of the podcast are involved with Sporting Continental, and um, yeah, I never back against them. But yeah, two worries. You look at the the uh, goal difference. Actually, I know they've played two games more, but Sporting Continental's thirty seven. And Southwest Rangers is twelve. Yeah, yeah. Sporting Continental have bashed um, Lazio a couple of times, I think, yeah. in the league. Um, but yeah, um, I never back against Sporting Continental. But two losses against lower placed teams in cups, albeit one on penalties. I think Carpet beat them on penalties, uh, and Mundial B will beat them one nil. Um, it's just worrying for for Sporting Continental. You just wonder what's going on. And Southwest West Rangers, other than a loss to. Uh, grand in the uh, London in the Surrey Cup, I think it was. Um, they're doing all right this year. They seem back to their former selves. So an interesting game, an intriguing game. Uh, Cavell back in Sporting Continental three uh, two. It's a, it's the obvious pick, I think. Uh, Steve going three uh, one to anyone not not necessarily in the know. Sporting Continental seems like um, an easy pick. Two nil though, Amari. That is that's a that's a big shout. Clean sheet for um for Sporting Continental. Yeah, so I don't know now. Um, I think looking at it, I was looking at the league really. Uh, Sporting Continental was seem to do well, and like um, I don't remember who it was that said it now, but it's hard to back against Sporting Continental when yeah. you see their league form. Um, and I feel like they've scored quite a bit and haven't conceded much considering. So yeah, I reckon two 0 just a. A shock value maybe will come in and I'll get the three points for the quarter result. Fair play. Um, um, Omar, you've gone for a uh, win by two for the Sporting Continental lads as well. No, similar to what you've just been saying, I didn't even research this game. Sporting Continental just one of them teams I just automatically go for. But hearing what everyone's been saying, I think I may have gone too wide. Maybe 3 2 or 2 1 is probably more accurate. But because it's Sporting Continental, I just thought 3 1. I mean, if Sporting Continental fancy it, I think it's fair to say that 2-0 or 3-1 could very much easily be the, the scoreline there. They're a tremendous side. I just uh, that they're, they're, Their recent form for me is just worrying enough uh, and the quality at Southwest Rangers for me uh, to just go for uh, Southwest Rangers. I'm noticing I'm the only one who has as well. So this could be a make or break week for me, uh, points-wise. It's one of them games, though, for, if, considering their form with Sporting Continental do win, it was... Elevating back up, yeah, exactly. It's must win for them after a bad loss um, to a lower place team, albeit seem a team in Mundial B who uh, will probably find themselves much higher next season if there are spaces in the league. They just haven't one of those seasons where they look particularly yeah, dominant. They absolutely, should be part of Felix yeah. if they if they do that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, AFC Poplar Rovers are runners up in League Five last season. They're in League Four and they're leading the way. Uh, they're taking on AFC Bluebirds. Uh, league five. They won league. They were, they finished in league six, did they? Yeah, yeah, they won. Oh, yeah, yeah. They got okay, remote re- promoted from league six to league five. Uh, someone usually um, 
corrects me with Sunday, uh, Southern Sunday matters anyway. So it's, it's you this week, Vila. Thank you very much. Well, it's uh, my division, <laughs> so I couldn't get that one wrong, really. Poplar Rovers, a good start, uh, mirroring what they did last season. They don't really seem to have noticed the the, uh, the the promotion in terms of quality as well. They're steaming through, having a very good year. Um, but you're seeing a Bluebirds win. Yeah, well, um, we played Poplar and we haven't played Bluebirds yet. We beat Poplar 5-3. And if I'm honest, like they're lovely guys and stuff and maybe it'd be different next time but we were not in trouble at any point you know it wasn't tricky yeah like I'm very like they've done really really well to be top at this point and them being top at this point gives me so much like um, impetus to kind of tell let's crack on because the win wasn't that tricky mm. um, and Bluebirds <clears throat> they're doing really well and they drew four all with Wheat Sheaf last week which is also a championship team not a bad yep. result at all not at all um I just kind of see Bluebirds maybe having a bit more consistency and a bit more quality. Like, I think you've mentioned it, you and Graham mentioned it with um, Poplar. They're very kind of hit and miss. And I think Bluebirds might be a little bit more consistent. So, yeah, I went for the uh, Bluebirds win uh, 3-1. Bluebirds flying high, according to Bela this week. I've gone for a Poplar Rovers win. Uh, I'm just seeing their their goals, their goal scoring prowess is the difference this weekend. But yeah, Bluebirds have had a good season. I'm saying four one though to Poplar Rovers. They're in a good place. Cavell back in the Poplar Rovers boys two one. Steve going three two to the Bluebirds. So we are a split pack. Um, Omar, you're seeing a very tight game, and actually your prediction is one I, I, I like. To be fair, Poplar Rovers certainly score a lot of goals, but they are susceptible to. Uh, conceding as well and your prediction definitely reflects that no yeah that was exactly my thoughts that's why I went from 4-3 I just see plenty of goals in this game looking at the um, pluses and minuses on it goals scored goals conceded nothing wrong with that 4-3 the prediction uh, for Omar in this game uh, Poplar Rovers definitely do score uh, they need to score more goals because they are they are susceptible uh, at the back and that will be something the Bluebirds will be looking at uh, Amari, though, you're seeing um, basic, uh, a, 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 a Bluebirds win, but you're seeing goals too. Yeah, I think it's going to be a close one, but um, I've got Bluebirds to win 3-2. 3-2, Bluebirds. That means we are uh, three one way uh, and three the other. Don't, don't forget, no um, Southern Sunday uh, prediction from Graham uh, each week, but we are going, we've gone three one way. Uh, and free the other. So we are a split pack in this one. Interesting when that happens. Um, we'll like to see what happens uh, next Sunday after all the games. Last but not least, it's a Quirden Municipal uh, and a topsy-turvy league. Um, form has been turned on its head with a few double bankers this weekend, just gone, Amari. Um, it's starting to get a bit mad, isn't it, the Quirden Municipal now? Yeah, it's getting so difficult to predict now with the results that are that is training out. I think yeah, it's just been it's been a weird like a weird week and even in our league, like Union only winning one nil, I guess it's the second game against KFC. And to be fair, they was on the pitch next to us and I think KFC missed a penalty as well in their oh, game. Dear. Which would have done us a massive favour. <laughs> um but even our game, I think everyone I think our team rocked up thinking Crowley and that were just gonna turn over and not thinking the logistics behind it of being a double header and they're a young team. Yeah. And yeah, it was it wasn't an easy game by any means. Um and I never normally say this, but I think I'd, I mentioned it before anyway, that one of their goals that got given against us was actually a handball on the line. So our players should have got sent off, but the ref apparently clearly saw the ball cross the line when it didn't. Right. So it's sort of it's sort of like lost the ten and found a fiver because we got the player to stay on because it was very early in the game. So we yeah. had ten men in the second game against a young Crowley United, which would have just been a long day. Um, but one thing that I will say, which might surprise you, is I'll give Mo his respect. He said halfway through the game, he said, "Look, Amari, mate, can we just shake hands and call it a day with the back and forth and the issues that we're having and just squash it now because we're trying to get get away from." that stigma that they had before when they first joined the league. Now they got rid of a few players. So I won't be saying anything bad about Crowley United anymore. That's good. After after two wins, I guess it's easier to do that, isn't it? 
Well, he actually said it when they were losing as well. So I just said to him, look, it is what it is at the end of the day. Everyone that's involved knows what happened at the time and just move on from it, really. And then obviously i done my knee and literally the, the first thing that i done when I come on the pitch was going for a tackle and took a knock to my knee and then I played on. And that was literally the first thing that I did, so I'm not too happy about that. But yeah, the league on the whole, I think every every division has, it doesn't matter who's played each other, anyone can win those games yeah. at this point. I think so too. And uh, we've, we've seen big shifts um, at the top ends of, of all tables uh, and it's looking uh, like a real exciting end uh, to the Quirden Municipal season. First up this week of our four games, Quirden JFC taking on um, uh, an inform Albo United. They beat um, Santola 4-1 this 4-1. weekend in, in Division 1. Uh, Quirden JFC knocked out of their um, Surrey Cup, I think, against Midday Sun, the team's called. Um, so Quirden JFC going into this cup fixture, um, League Challenge Cup, with a with a point to prove, they won't want to get knocked out of a cup, another cup, especially to a lower placed team. Um, Roger going for a three-all uh, JFC elbow draw. He's going. He's seeing that go to penalties. I think a big reaction is going to be on the cards for the JFC boys. I can see three-one to them, but elbow are a different beast completely now to the one that started the season. They'll be gutted that it's only been admin errors that cost them a couple of fixtures at the beginning of the season. Uh, league sec. Uh, Russell, an ex contributor to the podcast, quick to 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 take points off of them, uh, Amari. They'll be gutted for that because now they're looking dangerous in Division One. Oh, they are, and to be fair, and around about way, I'm gutted about them getting points taken off because that dropped them below into the lower half of their league for yeah. the threshold of cut off for the the cup game. So now where we would have been like, oh yeah, we fancy the chances. We're not going to go up against the team that's pretty much flying in their own division looking near yeah. the top yeah. Um, so yeah it's going to be deep it's going to take something special to beat them in the cup but um, JFC uh, Midday Sun are not an easy team um, and to go toe-to-toe with them even I think it was what, nil-nil in the 90 minutes and then pens um, I'm no. not too sure but yeah I think Croydon will look for like you said a reaction to bounce back this week and say look we're out of one cup Less, we want to get as many games as possible like everyone does so they won't want to go out to a team in a lower league than them but at the same time Albo can pop up with some surprises we've seen but I do think um, they'll just nick it 3-2 three two. Three JFC two, so, yeah 3-2 JFC the prediction Albo taking the, 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 the real Spartans all the way last season uh, in a cup <laughs> fixture um, they're not they they're, and they are in good form this will not be an easy game for JFC um, but Bila uh, you're seeing a clinical, no, look, professional no, no. performance. Albo, Albo can and will get a result this week. So I went for 2-0 Croydon. <laughs> <laughs> Steve going for a 4-1 JFC win. Just looking at the league tables, uh, you feel, Omar, though, I feel like you've done a little bit more homework because you're seeing a, a, a good game uh, in front of us on Sunday for this one. I just felt like it was going to be tight. So, but then just because um, quite in the division above, I've gone for a 3-2. Fair play. Cavill going for a 4-2 uh, JFC win. Some comfortable wins predicted uh, for JFC amongst us, but it, it will be the result could end up what we predicted, but the, the game itself will be anything. But um, Albo really are uh, a strong force going forward. Uh, but JFC, we know, on their day. Uh, our fantastic team and in the cups is where they've done their best work recently. So um, a, a great game in the Quirden uh, Municipal this week. Game two uh, is Selsden Town. Very hit and miss in the league. Um, topsy-turvy is, is a word uh, that I've used to describe them. They've won about as many as they've lost. So it's very up and down. Goal coaching just tailing off a little bit after a brilliant start to the season. Goal coaching just looking uh, a little bit more human. Uh, Roger going for a 2-0 Selsden win I've gone 2-1 I think they're going to nick it but I think it was going to be uh, potentially a smash and grab for them goal coaching desperate I think to get back to winning ways and what a good game for them to start a run uh, again uh, Amari after a, a dip in form yeah. at Selsden Town not exactly uh, running um, it on not in fifth gear at the moment but they will be up for it yeah I think I think goal coaching had a decent game against the uh, Spartans. 
um, in, I think it was in, well, would have been in one of the cups um, that they've played. And Selsden been giving me stick on Twitter when I backed Bosch Jam to beat him. Um, <laughs> but again, it's like, it's probably a bad omen from me back in Selsden because the weeks I back him, they lose. And then the one week I don't back him, they win. Um, <laughs> if if Liam Bish and the boys turn up for the game, I reckon that they'll be able to get it done 4-2. Um, again, they'll be looking to get their season going properly. I think every time they sort of start getting somewhere, they're sort of halted by like a silly result here or there. Um, so they'll be looking to actually try and kick on and get some actual momentum going. Absolutely. Um, that's three Selsden wins predicted uh, from the from the first three of us. Cavell going for a two-all. He sees this one going to Penn's um, as well. Um, and there are next three predictions. Your your I think this is this must go down as a cup set. Gold coach in the lower place team in this. Uh, Steve going three-one. Uh, Omar, you're you've conferred with Steve on this one. It looks like I have this one. Uh, but it's only, it's only because every time I'm back against gold coaching, they seem to win. So I think they owe me one. So I thought I'll go with gold coaching <laughs> this week. And hopefully they can get me some points. A 3-1 win would be nice. Fair play. 3-1, the prediction for gold coaching. As I said, the the fact that Selsden have been so unpredictable it is probably going to go against them with us uh, for the rest of this season. Um, Bila, you're going with the gold coaching boys too. But do you know what? I swear, same as Omar, Every result I've gone for for goal coaching has gone the other way. Um, but I think I've got a bit of their like early season bias in my head as well. I've just sort of goal coaching win. I remember the first few weeks of the pod, they looked absolutely on fire. Mm. So I just went for a 3 2 win for them. Yeah, fair enough. Um, goal coaching, definitely an improved season overall. Uh, Selzen's first, first season back after a, a year away. Um, from the Quidditch Municipal, or, or they they didn't go anywhere else, should I say? So I folded, they folded, and they've come back this year. So it's taken them quite a while to find their feet. Some good wins, uh, but consistency is the thing. Uh, the inconsistency is the thing that they've been consistent about. So they'll be looking to arrest that against Gold Coaching now. A game that potentially game three that on paper it might look like an upset if the away team wins this one, Amari, but. The way Cobbs have been this season, uh, I think Kaizen could be strong favourites going into this one. Yes, if Cobbs turn up and get the game kicked off on time for once. Um, <laughs> I think they've like I think the latest they've ever kicked off was like forty minutes late after they kick off at like ten past eleven when it's a half ten kickoff because their players just don't turn up. Um, I'd have been on, get... I'd have been back on if it, if they I would have been back in my car about. 10 minutes before the game kicked off in that instance then? No, it's happened before. When it was at MMFC um, and we got the walkover against Cobbs, we were turned up waiting to play. The first player turned up about 20 minutes late. Another player said that half their team had COVID. Someone else said that there was a car accident. And then they just was like, yeah, we'll give you the points. Um, do you want a friendly? And we're like, but you don't have any players. <laughs> and yeah, so it's just a weird one. So if they do turn up and they kick off on time, um, all their players turn up, then it could be a good game. But I think Kaizen at the moment would just be too much for him. So, yeah, like I said, it looks like a cup set on paper, but knowing the actual two teams themselves, mm. uh, and I've gone for I've gone for a free one to Kaizen. It probably would be more, but the linesman will probably make sure that they get disallowed. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a bit <laughs> uh, yeah, Roger. Yeah, I ref the game with him. I ref the game oh, with him, and it's, it, honestly, <laughs> and it's tough. If you think it's tough as a player, at least with a lino club, linos generally both get, are a bit lively. But as a ref, it's just frustrating because you don't know whether to trust them at all or or not, and it is tough. Uh, but yeah, he is lively with the flag. Roger thinking a four-one Kaizen win. I'm going three-one <laughs> to Kaizen uh, as well. Cavell backing Cobbs. He's going with the higher place team. Uh, he's just referred to the league table, surely. Then, but I don't think that's a very good prediction. Omar, um, are you worried? I am after hearing all that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> when you look on paper, I don't, you don't get none of that information. But I just thought Cobbs had drew a win, and Kazan don't seem to be having the best season either. So I've just went for the higher place to win two one. But now I'm wishing it was the other way around. Yeah, that guys in a slow start, but they are in a very very competitive division one. Uh, Cobbs are all at sea 
uh, at the bottom of the Prem Division. Steve backing Kaizen to win 3-2. That's a sensible one. Uh, and Beeler, have you had a word with uh, with your friend, Mr. Hart? Uh, yeah, I have. Yeah. And he, he said Kaizen will absolutely smash it. He said 5-1. So I take absolutely no responsibility for this uh, prediction. Uh, you just shouldn't get any points for it then, if it wasn't a yeah, prediction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I don't know. You know, with with this league, unlike sort of Southern mm. Sunday and even the other leagues, you've not got as many divisions, so there's not as much of a gap to kind of call from. So if someone is having a bad division, one div above, it's yeah, it's not like a div nine in Southern Sunday against a div four, if you get what I mean. So, so I find these divisions, I say easier, but I'm shit. I'm bottom of the league, so <laughs> what I say is rubbish. But I'll find these ones in my head easier to kind of guess. I think in this, I think this season, than ever more than maybe ever before, you've got the top half, the top half of the Division One are probably better than the the bottom half of the Prem, and the and the top half of Division mm-hmm. Two are probably better than the the bottom half of Division One. So you've got a real good breeding ground for teams to get promoted and be comfortable uh, when they go up. So it's interesting yeah. to see what's going to happen with the Quota Municipal. You look at the likes of uh, Woodside and and uh, Santola and Gold Coaching and and whatnot, and uh, South Sea Wanderers maybe South even. Yeah. It's going to be, if they do all get if they all get promoted and elbow, if they get promoted to the Prem, you'd expect them to be more comfortable than the likes of uh, London Warriors, uh, Sahara 11, who have folded and, and uh, Cobbs. Um, you'd expect those teams to survive more. Similarly, the look at the likes of Surrey Park Rangers, Addington United, Dynamo Duck yeah. is all likely to go down from Division 1. But you think the likes of South London Royals and uh, South London Union, uh, potentially uh, Addiscombe Corinthians and uh, Eath Rangers, if they get promoted, you'd expect them to be okay in Division 1. So there's real good breeding ground for the teams in uh, the quarter municipal at the moment. So it's, it's, as I say, the leagues have all sort of, they seem to have stabilised a little bit uh, and we're seeing some more familiar results. But yeah, that was my analysis of the quarter municipal. In the fourth game, Huxley guards against Purley. Saint-Germain, this is a, this is a two teams really uh, a mid, mid, mid to bottom half of, of division two. Uh, Purley with a fantastic um meme or or the video that they put on social media this week Uh, (laughs) in the county cups flying higher doing the business in the league uh not so good that all their best work has happened in county cups i think we said that every week on the podcast since they've had this good county cup run but huxley guards on their day decent side amari but um yeah you can't split these two no i've gone for i think I don't know. They can both. It's a, they're both really weird teams. Like you look at some results and say, playing against, we played against them both in preseason. Um, Pearly beat us four one, and Huxley guard at the first game of the season we beat three 0 So then you're looking, and it's pretty much. I think we had a few um, other lads that didn't sign when we played Pearly, but pretty much the same team. But then come into the season now when they're not picking up results against the teams that we have beaten and the teams that we found that were closer to us, they've been able to perform quite well. And mm. Huxley guard just seen, I think on the day Huxley guard will give anyone a game. Um, it's, and yeah, it's a really weird team. I've gone three all cause I think there's gone, it's not going to be a Desmond and it, they're going to have more than one goal in them, but I, yeah, I can't split them. So I've gone sat on the fence on the safe one. Uh, play Roger going for a 4-3 Pearly Saint-Germain win. I've gone 2-1 Pearly. Huxley guards just, we had, I think they're enjoying their season more. You, well, obviously, we, we, have, we don't know that to speak to them, but they've had a tough year last year. So perhaps this year, just finding their feet again um, and ready to go in future seasons. But yeah, uh, we both predicted Pearly wins. Uh, Cavell back in a 3-1 Pearly Saint-Germain win. Um, Steve going 3-2 Huxley Guards he's giving the boys a chance um, Bela you've gone 3-2 uh, to the Pearly boys yeah 3-2 Pearly Saint Germain uh, like the results show it could have gone kind of either way you look at what like Amari's put and um, Stephen's gone the opposite of me uh, could have gone either way but I just went for Pearly Saint Germain because they have Saint Germain at the end of their name probably 
<laughs> yeah, it's quite a nice name, actually. I do, yeah. I do like that. We've got a Palace Saint Germain in uh, Croydon Municipal, and we've now, got a Palace Saint Germain. Though that name works so well, it does. That works so well. The Palace, the image of the the kind of thing that looks like the the Eiffel Tower. Palace Saint Germain is a, such a good Sunday League name. It's like the best. It's really good. Um, Omar, uh, you can't split the two either. <sighs> So if, I think Klopp and Purley were the ones that done the video and I like teams that are comfortable taking the piss out of themselves and so normally I would have, if I remembered that I'd have gone for Purley but I've just <laughs> on my notes I've gone um, bottom division slugfest so I've gone for a 2-2 so don't know why I've done that but yeah I've gone for Desmond because I couldn't split them either way No it's not a bad shot to be fair and I think it is a bit of a it will be a bit of a slugfest two teams looking at this game uh, as winnable uh, and they'll want the three points as well and Purley obviously have noticed that their league form does not mirror their county cup form. Um, so yeah, don't forget everybody. Three points if we get the get if we get the results bang on. Uh, one point if we get it if we get the home away or draw, uh, and nothing if we don't get any points. If the lads predict who have predicted an eight-two, if they get them right, uh, they will get eight points. No one's managed it yet. Um, will it ever happen? Who knows? Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, Andrew, have you had an 8 2 absolutely like, on one of our results? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think we have, you know. No, I don't think we have because no. we'd, have, we'd, have, we'd have just. I've seen around the leagues that they have, but I don't think any of the games of the week has ever been 8 2. Uh... No, no, I don't think we have. So hopefully, uh, fingers crossed for one of you guys. Uh, I don't mind if it's Omar, if it's Omar, should I say, that gets the eight points or Vila. <laughs> I do mind if it's Omar. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely won't mind if it's Omar. I'm coming for you, Omar. I'll tell you. Hitting the um, bird with two, two birds with one stone or whatever it is. Whatever the saying goes, if that happens, I'll be where's your, where's your game this weekend, Omar? I've got no game this week. You, you'll be getting out and watching or are you having a rest? I want to go and see the Rose and Crown game. Oh, fair enough. Put some pressure on Damo. No, yeah, they always come to mind when they're off. I like to go and see theirs as well. <laughs> Bela, what are you up to this weekend? Uh, we got Wandsworth Warriors in the Chairman's Cup. I think they're Div 2, if I'm correct, and they're doing very well. Um, so, yeah, should be a good game. I'm looking forward to it. 4-2 losers against Clapham Chiefs this weekend. Must give you some glimmer of hope. It does a little bit, but I wasn't going to mention that. Uh, Amari, where are the South London Royals boys this weekend? We, we have gold coach and reserves. So it's not going to be an easy game. We only beat them 2-1 with like a last-minute winner. Um, but we can't afford to drop any points of Union breathing down our neck. So. Yeah, it's tough now. Every week, uh, if, if you're involved in cup games or, or league or title runs, it's, it's pressure every week. Boys, thank you for your time again this week. It was nice to get a recording out. Uh, I wish you all the very best in your games and I'll speak to you next week. Bye. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.